pounds bigger than I am today. This is how I am right now, and I'm skinny as a needle. You tell me, what is Beg the question, what has gone wrong with young Hollywood? Honest to God, what is the problem? Hi, everybody. Welcome to Lay Do You Remember This, a podcast about Hollywood's best, worst decade, the early 2000s. As always, I'm your host, Dara Lane, and today I'm presenting you with an interview episode with the fabulous Kelsey Dara. She has her own podcast called Confidently Insecure, and she's also on the show Dating No Filter on E!, so she's like legit. Kelsey is also a mental health advocate, so I wanted to talk to her about the way the media and the public treated mental health in the early 2000s, so you can expect a lot of Britney talk. Um, And next week, we'll be moving on to part two of the Ashley Simpson storytelling episode, And before we get to the episode, just a reminder that you can join our secret Facebook group or you can listen to my early aughts Spotify playlists. And those links are all on the Lay Do You Remember This Instagram. Um, Does my voice sound different? It's like 7 a.m. when I'm recording this. Okay, well, let's get to the episode. Okay, bye. Juicy sweatsuits, doing lines in the restroom. All y'all dressed to impress who? 20 Okay, I'll just, um, just fucking go, girl. I always hate the big show. Because it's like energy, catching up on what we talked about last time, and we're back. And I always put on a voice, like, like here you're about to hear okay. uh welcome oh my god <laughs> hey guys we're back i will giggle through this okay um we're here with kelsey dara oh my god you're dara dara and dara this is crazy uh kelsey and i know each other from way back the most insane days of my life the most insane days of your life yes um me, I'm just like a passive observer mm. to a lot of people's mm. most insane days of their life. Yeah, you were what we like to call prehab. Prehab. So you were a friend of mine pre-rehab. Oh, I love that. So you saw a different person. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been through it. Uh, I mean... You're just a passive. You're just a, a boat in the night watching... Bo- we were just chaos. ships in the night and yeah. you were... My ship was on fire. You were like creaking along and I was like, oh. There she goes. There she goes. Goodbye. But because our names are both Dara and Dara, you stay connected. Absolutely. I mean, there's not many of us out there. Mm. We must stick together. And when you find a good one. You gotta. Putting good vibes on the name. Honey. 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 I mean, so is your last name Gaelic? Yes. Okay. So it is. Why is yours Dara. It was honestly in a baby book. Okay. And you're not Irish? I am Irish. Okay, I was gonna say you're Irish. I'm Irish. <laughs> um half Irish, half Jewish, and Dara is also Hebrew. And my cousin's name is Dara, and she married Adara, so she was gonna be Dar- Dara Dara, and no. she kept her last name because she's a feminist. That is wise. But she's Jew, like she's, you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Dara in Gaelic means willow tree. Dara in Hebrew means compassion. Dara means island of... No, wait, that's Kelsey. Never mind. I don't know what Dara means. <laughs> no, I think... I think The spelling? I think the spelling, it's all like pretty much... like What I, is it? 
Uh, well, my spelling is D-A-R-A. But yeah, but what's it mean? It means willow tree. Cute. You know. Kelsey means island of many ships. Irish. Ooh. So I was meant to be a hoe. <laughs> Can you cuss on your podcast? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. We love that. So I was a fucking slut from baby babyhood. Um, but now I've got willow tree. Which is Sweet. very delicate, I think. Yeah, I don't know much about willow trees. You just like read under them or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an apple. Do they produce fruit? No. Well, then what are we good for? They just produce like sad, shade. like depressed people, like, oh, like reading poets. Poets. Okay, I'm down for that. Shade for those people. Cool. Um, uh, we're pale. We're very pale. We need shade. Of course. Not this pillow, sir. <laughs> Sorry, my dog is here. We have a, a delicious guest. We have a foster dog named Barry, 35 pound boxer, wants attention don't we all <laughs> yes um but as you guys can listen uh, as you guys can hear as you guys can hear kelsey is just like a firecracker <gasps> she is just like an open oh, book i yeah, feel pretty like. open in all ways yeah which is why i asked you to do this episode of the podcast so thrilled thank you for having me oh my god thank you for being here oh my god you're you're here you're at my house (laughs) (laughs) but you are taking your time fair i'm here physically and mentally meant you are physically and mentally present amen which is all i can ask for my therapist would be so proud (laughs) i'll write you a note and be like she's doing great thank you and then she's gonna be like who wrote on this napkin (laughs) are you seeing people again Should I be worried? Is this a multi, is this a personality of yours <laughs> named Dara? Okay, this is a great grounds for the start of a horror film. It it really is. Yeah. Um. But so I wanted to have you on this episode where we will be discussing mm. mental health. Mm, my fave. In the early two thousands. Wow. How the media portrayed it, and how mm. you, mm. as someone who's very open mm. yes, about yes, your yes, yes. mental health, advocate, activist. Yes. Yes. Loud mouth, queen, depressed, queen. anxious, <laughs> sad, panicked, me, mood. Colors of the wind, baby. Ah, ah Barry. I'm Barry, so sorry. Barry is like a little lick monster. He, that's he gets that from his father. <laughs> Barry, Barry. Could you imagine a guy's nickname being the lick monster? Ooh, I mean, just ask my fiance. Okay, sorry. What's up? Yeah, this is a fun topic. Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to talk about probably Britney mostly because she is the most, like, prominent Mm, figure that we think of. The face of mental health issues. Issues. Yeah. Um, But, Kelsey, can you, like, give us a little little taste? Yeah, a little taste of what's fucked up about me? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, no problem. Um, I started having panic attacks when I was a very young child didn't know they were panic attacks uh my parents took me to the ER multiple times just because I would freak out and not be able to swallow thought my tongue was swelling couldn't breathe they had I had asthma it was just like a constant anxiety cloud of um uh, hypochondriasm oh uh which then kind of morphed into my teenage combined hormone years to just be a generic you know run-of-the-mill white girl anxiety disorder uh started seeing therapists when i was you know 14 15 uh been on just tons of fun medication advocate for meds advocate for not meds advocate for whatever works for you honey bear um yeah i've been misdiagnosed bipolar mood disorder 
I've been to mental health facilities in and out of my 20s, had a fun little run with drugs and alcohol. Yes, yes. Just like the classic Britney story minus the fame and attention. Yes. So, or the talent, I guess, <laughs> to a degree. You're very, we're all talented Thanks, in different Mom. ways. Yeah, no, so now I've found a way to turn my pain into purpose. I uh, speak to the youths about mental health and mental illness. Uh, I have my first book coming out this year called Don't Fucking Panic. That's like a fun, irreverent workbook for people with panic, depression, and anxiety. Ooh. Yeah. I'll send you a copy. What is money? Oh, my God. Please do. I mean, okay. So, God, I have so many questions. But first (laughs) off. Yes. So, you came of age in the early aughts, as did I. I. What was it like for you going (sighs) through, like, this difficult (sighs) influx, dealing with your mental health Mm -hmm. while also seeing how people treated Britney Spears or Amy Winehouse. Oh, Amy, RIP. It's crazy to think about that time because it was portrayed as so much glamour. Mm -hmm. Like this was also the era of the Hills and these like teen hot beach reality stars. And I think it was like, that was part of their glamour, you Mm -hmm. know, like it was to be expected. Everyone's on drugs. Is it alcohol or is it mental illness? It was more just about like the party scene. And for me, you know, coming out of Florida, going to college in Alabama, like, yeah, it was not hot, right? (laughs) Like I would go to my therapist's office and sit there with my arms crossed for like an hour and she'd be like, I'll sit here all motherfucking day. And And I'm like, take that check. I was like, me too, bitch. And she was like, you're hurting yourself. I'm like, I know. And I like it. And I was just such a ball of hormones that I knew it wasn't normal. Barry, are you going to squeak a toy the entire time? (laughs) (laughs) Let me put him in his crate. Hold on one like I was saying, fucked up. Um, it was not hot. Like when I watched it with Paris and Brittany mm-hmm. and Lindsay, I was like, oh, drama, hot, Hollywood, rich, fame, sex, attention. Mm-hmm. Whereas like what I was getting was like a, f- a four walled room with you know pictures of like jellyfish and like no one really cared and trying to change your medication and like... I, I was just so the opposite of what I saw on the media. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we were so much more similar, I think, than I realized. Right. It was just about environment that, like, mental illness got to kind of, like, pop off and thrive in. <laughs> right. So one thing I always wonder about Britney is, like, the sort of chicken or the egg of it all. Mm. Like, Oh, like did her fame cause this or was this like always genetic inside of her? Yeah. Or, or most likely a, a combination of both. Mm. But in your experience, like how much of what you've been through came from like external oh my factors? God. Like in my experience, again, I'm not a doctor, but I spend a lot of time with people that are in the deep shit throws kind of like have tried everything Mm -hmm. area of their lives. And there are so many studies that link trauma and childhood and environment to 
mental health issues that come out later. I mean, for women, it usually starts earlier than men. But for men, and again, like gender is a spectrum, yada, yada, yada. For like your classic stereotypical <laughs> man, it tends to come out a little bit later in life mm-hmm. and way more aggressively. And with women, it's more of like a slow leak that usually gets written off as like hormones or work stress or it's a lot harder to pinpoint right whereas like with men they'll have these like big sort of either um quarter life crises or midlife Mm -hmm. crises or like these oh my god i never would expected he would have done that sort of thing uh moment in their lives when you get down to the therapy of it all you can really place so much of this in environment and don't get me wrong. It, there is mental illness that is genetic that can right. be passed down. But then that's also you have to add that is also environmental. You grow up around that mental illness and you get right. to see symptoms and signs. And so what might seem irregular to most people doesn't mm-hmm. seem like that, you know, quote, unquote, crazy to you. Right. So you sort of let it ride. Yeah. Let it happen. It's and like then, normal, right? Yeah. It's like growing up with like an alcoholic parent. Like you don't really see how bad it is until you see other people's parents and you're like, oh. Oh, like your parents not passed out at yeah. 6 p.m.? Oh, yeah. oh is that, is that your weird? Your dad has a job? What? Huh, Doing cute. what? That's What's a so job? <laughs> like how fucking white pick offensive you guys. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I would say a lot of it is environmental. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like being super famous starting Mm. in the late 90s is traumatic can we blame the mickey mouse club for all of these people's therapy bills or like what i do think that there is some sort of like seedy underbelly oh yeah that we do not we haven't even touched the surface of did you see judy yes yes oh my god that is still ever more prominent today than ever of Absolute. older men executives grooming young children to be absolutely slaves well, essentially and also just like in judy the mm. most heartbreaking thing of all to me is that she really didn't have a chance to not mm. be fucked up a drug addict mm. they groomed her into mm. like if you have to perform you take an upper you gotta go mm. to bed take it downer uh and that's still ha- like Hello, we still do that today, like coffee and then like melatonin. And now it's like wellness and we're not realizing like the vices we're giving ourselves. But with that situation, it's so much more um, uh, in in, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's so much more with intent. Yes. Yeah. And and it's driven by money. It's Mm -hmm. driven by making a child perform when they probably shouldn't be. They're like monkey, like dance monkey when we need you. I would love to know how much of that specifically happened to Britney like full oh, on like yeah. were they pumping her with Adderall oh yeah oh well, think about how thin she was how dolled up she was she was like a Barbie for people yeah. and she just had to kind of do whatever and that's why when like the shit about her not being a virgin and like her sexuality was placed upon like it wasn't her story it wasn't her coming mm-hmm. out story it, like what her whole shape and being of a woman was public opinion right she never had a chance to have her own image of herself well and the tragedy of it all is that it's still going on she's still not an autonomous person and you know i don't know 
if it were me mm-hmm. and I was doling out medical advice, <laughs> like if you're in a situation like a Judy, a Paris, a Brittany, go as far as you can from the environment that yeah. made you this way. Like to still be having your toes dipped in a Vegas re- residency mm-hmm. in Paris with her social media and like get the fuck get out, out or you're going to be sick forever. Well, and the interesting thing about Paris, like Paris is mm. so much more um, closed off now as mm. far as her personal life. Like she doesn't really expose that There's much. There's no cameras following her. No. Right? She's in control now. Um, so like you don't really know much about whatever sort of mental illness she could be dealing with. But one um, little known fact about her that I've just discovered through research is that she was like very... Um, she had a very tough time in high school. She went to like five different high schools. Wow. And one of them was one of those like um, wilderness camps what? for like wayward girls. Shut the fuck up. And if you research the place, they have all these uh, testimonials from young women who were like abused mm-hmm. uh, sexually or physically. Right. Like mentally. Mentally. Yeah. Emotionally. Um, and she did that for like three months. When Whoa. she was like 15. For school? You, they just put you in the fucking woods? Because she was... I've heard of these schools before. I used quotes. Yeah. Uh, air quotes. <laughs> I could hear it in your voice. <laughs> you know. I could hear the quotes in your voice. Um, I'm very expressive mm-hmm. with my voice. Um, but yeah, she was... At one of those At one creepy. of the... Where she was acting out and they... I'm sure there's not much schooling that goes down. It's like building a camp and like... Uh sleeping out in the woods and trying to like break them down right it's like those um jail things that they send like juveniles yes men to but with women it's like braid your hair (laughs) and tell me your feelings about your mom (laughs) um so what do you back to Brittany for a second thank god thank god (laughs) um what do you know about um Britney now like with her conservatorship like yeah. the free Britney of it all yeah I mean again like we have no idea what these people are actually dealing with this is all speculation this is all pop gossip this is all just like I don't know who knows but I mean the battle of her trying to be free mm-hmm. is still happening like she's old enough to be out of that conservatorship yeah well and the conservatorship is it's a very extreme version of a conservatorship most of her like hardcore fans know this that usually if you're in a conservatorship for this long you likely have some sort of brain damage brain right damage. yeah it's practically never a situation where someone who can dress sing themselves and sing do an per- entire performance in vegas exactly um so like a lot of the fans of course like I think they're planning some sort of protest in Los oh Angeles. Oh, my God. Stop. I would like to hear your views on this. My personal opinion is, like, I probably don't think that she should be... be off the conservatorship. Well, I don't know either way. And right. I, I feel like her fans 
take it pretty far in inserting themselves right. into it. And what what are your thoughts about like inserting right. yourself into someone, someone else's, else's story. story? I mean, that's like kind of what I'm doing now, right? It's like I'm making grand <laughs> yeah. like ep- like you know assumptions about like where she is. But also, I think we have to remember that these fans are following what we're getting a glimpse of in social media. Like mm-hmm. again, she has these scandals that you know don't really make news but like who's she dating now and like you know she's living in vegas she had to get away from la and like who she lets in her inner circle and i think we hear these things via social media without hearing from her and then when we do hear from her it's like a robot walking down like a hallway right (laughs) like she looks fucking weird she acts weird on social media and you're like this doesn't feel normal like you look at that person you're like this doesn't feel normal quote-unquote well and especially because we know what she what she was yeah. what her personality used to be mm-hmm. like so and it is such a drastic right difference and i think to your point of inserting yourself into someone's mental health situation uh if it's your loved one absolutely right. For you to be fighting to have a protest in Los Angeles about a celebrity who you truly don't fucking know the real situation, I think is insane. I, you know what? Why don't we get all those people into a school bus who plan on protesting <laughs> that, drive them to the border, and be like, I think maybe your efforts are better served here. here. Yeah, I mean, like, also, if that's what your time is being spent doing, like... You should also maybe look at it like what you're up to in your life and how's head. your mental yeah, health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that is cr- like stand culture, right? Is yes. harder than ever. Like I think we take it to a different degree now, where now it's become like fun and community. Mm-hmm. But I think in the 2000s, if you're like obsessed with that person still today, it just feels a little weird. Right? Yeah, I mean, I love so many different things. I could never put, protest pro, put that much of my energy. Love. <laughs> I mean, and of course, if if I really felt like Britney was in real danger, I'd be like, "Hey, this, I'd tweet about it. I'd, I'd be I'd like, tweet. this is fucked up. It's followers, look at this. Look into this. But yeah, like, what can you do as Dara for Britney personally? I am just like a poor woman li- living in Little Armenia. Not a lot. You live in Little Armenia? Hell yeah, girl. That's a fun part of town. It's good food. You know, we're uh, we're really up and coming. Yeah. We no, have, you're getting gentrified probably in the next. We six we months. we yeah, were like yeah. the last uh, frontier of gentrification. We just got a um, mm. a restaurant straight oh. out of Brooklyn. Actually, oh. it's called Five Leaves. Um, that Heath, sounds rich. Heath Ledger <gasps> owned the Brooklyn one. Oh yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Another teen gone too soon. God. I mean, Brittany's still alive, but like, you know, is oh. she? <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not funny. I'm a comedian, so whatever. But like, it's it's not. It sucks. Like, you wish yeah. this person was well. You wish this person doesn't have to go through this. Like, you wonder what is this person's life going to be like for the rest of fifty years that she's got. You know, like, right? How old is she? Thirty-seven. <gasps> That's it yeah wow but she's lived a lifetime baby honey too she's got kids she's got the two kids what are they up to how's k-fed k-fed is the primary caregiver so do they live with him most of the time 
Yeah, I think she has about like 10% custody and it's supervised. And it's probably blasted on social meds when she does have them. Yeah, and I think when she has them, it's really just like, oh, we're all going on a family vacation. Someone else is going to be here. Um, That's so sad because if the business didn't happen, like imagine what kind of mom she could be. Absolutely. Back to my original of my other question of external factors it is like yeah what would her life be like it's tough to say we don't know she we could don't be, know. be fucking take meth and hit by bus like <laughs> as a totally regular person happens every day you don't know but it it it's interesting to think of that when most of us like tw- uh fangirls of her mm-hmm. early days think of her now it's like Aww. oh and that's sad and interesting yeah especially because she is besides Lindsay probably the worst off the yeah of like what what fame has done to and like, someone argue someone argue that Lindsay's coming around I mean some might argue did you watch her show I watched a little bit of it but it was difficult to get through because mm. it didn't have that um that sparkle that a uh, Vanderpump she Rules was not has. messy she was not messy enough yeah. She was trying to like be the Lisa Vanderpump, yeah. which is great for her. I don't necessarily yeah. need her. Like, was that MTV that did that? Yeah, I don't really mm, not love the right network. I don't think no. for her. I I just don't trust an MTV reality show anymore. Yeah, and now she's coming back to do a scripted show, right? That she's gonna oh. play a werewolf thing. Okay, well that's news to me. I think I saw that <laughs> on New- uh, Andy Cohen's Rockin' New Year's Eve. Didn't Ooh. you? I, I did not watch this Lindsay, year. What'd you do? I was in Maine um, in a little town called Kennebunk. I That's st- a cute little name. It's very cute. Um, Patrick Dempsey lives there. I saw him ice skating with his children. Uh, he was wearing a newsboy cap. He lives there? He has a house. Yeah, a big house that there. That must be tough. For Probably hangs out with the bushes. Career. I'm trying to find the thing that said she's doing a were- werewolf movie now. She'd be great in a remake of Ginger Snaps. Did you I ever never see? saw that. It's a redheaded werewolf. Okay. Wow. That's specific. Yeah. L- Lohan has announced several upcoming films, including one titled Frame, which she is set to star in, as well as an untitled film based off the book Honeymoon, which Lohan is writing the script for. Oh, no. During her appearance on CNN New Year's Eve special, Lohan announced she would be coming back to the United States for a Hollywood comeback. Loanne also announced that she is managing her younger sister Allie's music no, career. No, 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 Yeah. I don't, I'm going to shoot straight with you. I no. don't feel good about that. I do not feel good about her managing her sister's Mm-mm. music career. No. Because her sister does not have a music career. No. Well, and also, can you imagine Lindsay like on the horn, like <laughs> calling RCA? Allie, you're late. <laughs> Bitch, like, shut up. <laughs> Allie, one second. I'm looking over this contract. <laughs> Hence, therefore. Yeah, no, it, but I root for her deeply. Oh, I, I, my. As her twin, you deeply root for I her. I deeply. Did it mean you shoot a sketch once? Yes, yes. What happened to that? Um, That's you, when I was dating that guy. Yes. Well, you guys broke up. Shut the fuck up. Is that why the sketch never happened? Well, so we shot it and then you guys broke up and <sighs> then like we, n- I never got the footage from you. 
Oh my, it's somewhere. You did a, you did eventually like a year later, send it to me, but it was on YouTube. So it, what, it didn't have like a high enough quality to like rip it and edit it. What was it? It was, I know exactly what the sketch was. What is it? It was, I was playing, um, Lindsay Lohan, but it was like, if she really had a twin. Uh huh. Oh, like Parent Trap. Like Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. And I think the other twin, she like runs into the other twin who, and she's like, do you want to switch places with me? And she's like, no, your life sucks. And then you came in as Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reach. Okay. What were we thinking? And then, and, and then I'm like, well, do you want to switch places with me? And you're like, Lindsay, I'm not even a redhead anymore. <laughs> Who wrote that? I think I did. Yeah, you probably did because you're. That's like great for you, like character sketch. You know. Uh, well, the guy that helped film that, not my boyfriend, the other guy, yeah. is like a uh, an assistant director for very big TV shows. Well, he did uh, Project Yeah Run Wow, killing it! What happened to that footage? I have it. I definitely have it. You de- I mean you. It must exist somewhere. It does. I'm going to find it after this. Oh, my God. I'm going to try and find it. You should find it. And, like, I, I will edit together some, like, I can't imagine how good or bad it is. It's probably I bad. I don't know. I really don't know. I can't trust my writing skills from, like, five Oh, years no. Ago. Oh, my God. It's so problematic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's, like, I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. When I started working at BuzzFeed, which, like, you, I'm so grateful for it, but I learned a lot about how ignorant mm-hmm. I am and was, <laughs> and I had to delete so many things and privatize so many things just because I was like, oh, comedy was different. Oh, what we thought was funny and shocking. And like, again, like we thought Britney and Paris and Lindsay were like idols and that, you know, look what happened. <laughs> well, and we thought it was funny. Like I, not me myself, sure, sure, sure. but like the general public thought. Britney shaving her head was hysterical. hysterical. Yeah. And that is, I would wager to say a pretty big cry for help. Yeah, yeah, no, like a crisis. <laughs> uh, but back then, again, once again, every stand-up writing jokes about it. Oh, I saw when I was doing research for this, I saw um, in a Forbes article that they suggested that a really scary Halloween costume would no. be to dress up as bald Britney. Christ almighty. And I bet you a lot of people did. I'm sure tons Hundreds. of people did. Wow. Society is also just different. And I yes. talk a lot about this on my podcast where I say like, we were mean to each other. Yes. And like the generation below us is like, Hey guys, want to stop being dicks to each other and like focus on the fucking environment and like who gives a fuck who's wearing Gucci and I'm like, thank God you guys are so smart because we were not nice. No, we were not and everyone, I mean, God, the kids today. Kids today. They're, they're gay. Brilliant. They're on a... They're, they're, they're gay. On, they're, they're all gay. They're all gay. They're, yeah. all, they're all in this gorgeous spectrum. Yes, oh my God, the <laughs> spectrum is so colorful. Full, Represent. Loving. Thrilled for them. They're just like, no makeup. Mondays. Ah. Uh, uh, Honey. Oh, honey. I love it. It's not for me. Yeah. I was raised um, within the grips of the patriarchy. Absolutely. Can't can't shave that. No. No. That ship has sailed mm, for you're me. You're stuck. Yeah, Body yeah, yeah. positivity for me personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. We will still hate ourselves forever. Forever. The whole like love yourself movement 
we can't we can't we don't have a ticket no sorry it's, yeah we weren't invited it's for it's for others and you yeah. know what i'm so happy so thrilled for for gen z yeah i posted a picture with um my armpit hair because i have a i have well i had a lot of it i just started from uh ground zero for gnu harry oh, um wow. but i posted a picture of myself with my armpit hair and i had this like long um like heartfelt caption about how I talked to a nine year old about body hair. And she told me she got made fun of. And I said, look at my hair. And I was like, I think you're really cool. Yada, yada. Anyway, I put it on my Instagram and, uh, some newspapers picked it up. Oh my God. <laughs> and I get a DM from my ex-boyfriend that lives in London. Like, Hey, you're on the front of the sun, uh, <laughs> on their digital like website today with your fucking armpit hair. And I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Okay, let me brush up on my buzzwords for uh, loving yourself. Um, <laughs> Sit prayerfully yeah, yeah, yeah. on that like, one. No, no, no. Th- this was for me. Like, this was not supposed to be like, a th- like, whoa. Okay, yeah, I forget. People can just, like, screen grab whatever you fucking oh, do. Yeah. yeah, they can make a story out of it. Well, speaking of that, too, uh, back to the mental health of it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so what made you decide to be like very open about it and like oh my god i love this question because people are like i get dms every day you're so brave you're so strong you you uh bring this to the forefront of media thank you for talking about it and i feel like such a fraud because one i kept it very secret for a long time Mm -hmm. and two i'm not doing it i didn't start doing it i didn't start talking about it because i was like i'm gonna be a social justice warrior (laughs) It was like I was going to kill myself. <laughs> like I was going to explode fully. Like sure. if I didn't start doing something with my anxiety and right. my pain. Like I was becoming agoraphobic. I was under my sheets for three months at a time. I wouldn't leave my apartment. I would oh only get up to shit if even that. Like I lost so much weight. I was very ill and very, very much in like a very nasty, gross place. And it was like. I had two options. Mm-hmm. One was die. <laughs> Love that for me. Uh, and the other option was like, talk about it. Right. And it started really slowly with just finally kind of like recognizing it myself, talking to therapists about it, going to treatment. And then once I felt like I was in a stable place, mm-hmm. I started making art out of it. So whether it be like a video for BuzzFeed that I did where I talked about my mental health journey, um, doing like stop motion animation with pills that I actually was prescribed and oh, it kind of wow. turned into this cool art piece. And then um, I started uh, sharing on like social media how I felt. And I always did it with a bit of comedy injected into it right. because I think when you're in that fucked up place, we all kind of get it with each other mm-hmm. that we like – can joke about it right right like i i talk about this be, like the same thing is kind of with aa i don't do the program i i tried it and it wasn't for me but it was like you're just a part of this community where like the very very worst thing you're done you've ever done your deepest darkest secret is like somebody's tuesday <laughs> and you're like oh you just get it or you don't right like right. i've dated people who just don't understand they never right. will they're like i don't know what it's like to be in a depressive episode i can't mm-hmm. understand what a panic attack feels like and I have the option to like educate or right. kind of just like brush it off and be like, I can't right now. I don't have the capacity to take on someone else's, you know, feelings or whatever. Right. But with this education aspect of it, the feedback I got from people was like, 
you know, I wanted to kill myself too, but then I sent your video to like my parents who didn't understand what I was going through. Oh, wow. And they like saved my life and took me to therapy or like, you know, people got tattoos of what I had written on themselves. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you put your, my words on your body. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and the, f- the success that came from just being honest mm-hmm. about it was great but that did not beat the feeling of being fucking free of this hellhole of what i was experiencing every day inside my mind and body and i feel like people like kind of britney paris Lindsay weren't ever afforded that space Mm -hmm. and when it was it was very controlled and then you get shit like the head shaving moment and you get these big outburst type things like i mentioned and yeah, it just like was a no brainer for me. And now that it's been, you know, 10 years that I've been on the internet, it's like, it's just a bit of therapy for me. Right. Like I can't not talk about it. It's so much of my life. Right. Without being who I am fully that like, it's just like talking about like, I don't know, whatever other people talk about fashion, <laughs> food, like, I don't know. That's my thing. Like That's what we talk about. It, it's your brand. <laughs> it's my brand. It fully has become my brand accidentally. And I'm so I like, when you're planning your career, you have no idea. Like I never right. in a million years thought this is the path I would have gone down. Do you ever stop and think like, Oh, maybe I, I said too much here. Like <laughs> I, I lowered a boundary that should have stayed up every time I open my mouth. <laughs> like, and I've definitely gotten in trouble for it. Yeah. I've definitely had to delete things. I had to ask people to like, you know, I never asked someone to like take something down. That's like art for them, but I'll definitely, I've had to like apologize to people close to me because I've shared too much information. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like really my information to share, but it's just, it's me talking again. Like I'm right. so comfortable in this space. I forget that other people in my life aren't like, <laughs> uh, public figures. Sure, uh, sure. so yeah, definitely have had to backtrack on the way I speak about other people. But like at this point, someone could Google me and probably hear about my worst secrets Mm -hmm. and my worst days. And like, if you won't hire me because of that, that kind of says a little bit more about you as a person and an employer than Than me. So I don't regret anything, but I've definitely been like, ah, fuck. Why did I make that hard on myself? (laughs) Why did I have to do that? And I got to call them and say shit and fucking. Uh, Well, and especially with getting hired for something. Yeah. It's, different for you you're such a mm. successful person oh, you're you. you know <laughs> she is slay <laughs> oh christ on a stick I, I i i'm literally in my pajamas like but slay. but <laughs> but the pajamas are very chic target target yeah honey. so you know okay. she maybe she is okay maybe you know? she is fine she maybe she, she goes to target so you know but someone like Lindsay lohan right. like if you're an employer you do have to take her mental contracts on contract because she is someone who has let her mm-hmm. mental illness. What was that get movie? In the way. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia rule. Yeah. Oh. Where like, she literally like wouldn't show up and do you know how much money that is to not show up to a set one day? I, and she did it several times and they wrote that, um, open letter, letter. to her. See, here's my thing. Do you think at this point she'll ever come back down to earth? No, I think, I think she's too far gone because I used to think, yeah. And like Brittany, there is also a quality to her personality now that is missing alien alien from the way 
she was when she was younger. Yeah. Because you saw that light, not necessarily dim, but like morph. <laughs> with Britney, a light dimmed. Yeah. And then with Lindsay, Lindsay it, it morphed. morphed. And with Paris, I think she's just like, I think who yes. she is now is kind of who she was always going to end up being. And I also think with Paris, um, I believe that there was some sort of, and <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I do think that there was some sort of trauma oh, in her early, yeah. early life because I don't think she has matured past mm, a certain age. Mm, very inquisitive, insightful of you. Oh, thank That's you. really, that, you bring up a good point. But man, what about like fucking Kim? Boy, did she dodge that whole, she, she came in on the tail end baby and she said, got it, what not to do? Copy that, watch me go. Watch me go baby. She had she, that mother behind her. I think it really yeah, helps family. to, if yeah. you're going to have a momager, Dude, I think she's an incredible mom. I don't give a fuck I, what anyone says. I think she's an incredible mom. All I, of them. I love... Listen. Listen. I love them all. I cannot speak highly enough of them. I, You know, it was a tough time. And like you said, she swooped in, in around 2007. Yeah. She was like... She Bye. sussed it out. And then yeah. she, she did it. And yeah. she also, she kept away from the party scene in a way that we... She didn't drink. She didn't she do drugs. Didn't, so she'd go oh, to she the... she did ecstasy, but... She did ecstasy, yeah. but, you know. Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> you know who else? Nicole Richie came back. Oh. Now, Nicole, that's... She came back. That's my girl. She came back. She came back Light and she... Light stayed. You know what I think it is with mm. Nicole? Mm. I think she is genuinely the smartest mm. of all of them. Oh, Yeah. And oh I, yeah, I, she was just insecure as fuck. Yeah, and she, you know she had her early childhood yeah. trauma yeah. of being her, a famous kid. Well, and also Lionel Richie adopted her, right? Because her parents, her biological parents, couldn't really take care of her. Whoops. Yeah. So she has overcome a lot of trauma. Yeah. Very successfully. Very successfully. I swear to God. Who listens to music that loud? When I was getting out of my car to come to your place, there was a guy just walking down the street with a chihuahua and a boombox that was playing When I Think About You, I Touch Myself. Listen, I love Los Angeles and I love my apartment. I have 75 security cameras. Oh, yeah. 22 locks, a dog. This is an area where you got to be on And watch. I live with large men. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's and it's not a bad area. It's no, just like it's just where the crazy people is popping move through. Yes, yeah, popping. And when I say crazy, I mean I don't. Like, oh yeah, that's a pejorative. People came for me. They were like, "You have to stop saying that's psychotic," because like people have psychotic. And I was like, "Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up! Shut the fuck up! Shut up! Shut up!" It was psychotic. And listen, can I say cuckoo bananas? Cuckoo no, because bananas have bananas have feelings. Yeah. You know, you know, birds, kookaburros. Yeah, kookaburra. Uh, is that where it stems from? Is that the origin of cuckoo? Oh, it could. I thought it was cuckoo clock. Oh, that's probably like, cuckoo, cuckoo. You like? <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Maybe. I I like both options. Yeah. Um. Jeez, I just lost your train of thought. Yeah, I was gonna ask you another question. Whenever I do that, I just I turn the silence into purpose by going, "Let's take a deep breath, everybody." <laughs> Let's all. 
let's all center ourselves. This is about mental health. Yeah. And then like as I'm breathing, I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, I remember now. Okay, she goes, uh, see? See? It, it helped. It worked And you out. don't even have to edit this out because we all took a group breath. And that was beautiful. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to you um, potentially like maybe losing a job or like getting written off mm. uh, because of what you've shared about mm. your life. Uh, Kanye, I thought mm. of it because of Kim. Kanye. Easy. Con- easy. Easy boy. <laughs> yes. Um, he was on David Letterman. Loved that show. episode. And he loved it. Talks about how once you have a diagnosis or doesn't matter. People just like can write you off. And it do doesn't you- matter. Honestly, people write to me every single day being like, Do you think I have this? What what is it? I'm like, look, when you get the name, you're like, Oh yay. Mm. Now what? Now I have a name. And it's like, sure, maybe that will help a doctor prescribe a certain medication. But they're they're not prescribing off a name. They're prescribing off of symptoms. Right. And so for me, it's like what my anxiety looks like does not look like your anxiety does not look like their anxiety. Mm -hmm. And how you manage is more important than what you're dealing with, I guess. And it's like, sure, maybe you need that moment of like, okay, this is what I have. Now I can like fall down a Reddit or Google (laughs) hole and like figure out horror stories or like miracle cures or whatever. Right. But it really is about like you as an individual, how are you going to manage it? And for him with bipolar disorder, you know, I'm not surprised at all to see the path he's gone down with it. As far as Mm -hmm. like, uh, the outbursts, the, uh, race talk, Mm -hmm. the, um, hypomanic, uh, conversations, the denial, you know, yeah. don't call me bipolar. I don't want to be identified as that because he is right. Like as soon as people find out, do you know how many fucking people have deal with mental illness or mental health? I, I hardly know anyone who does. That's what I'm saying. And like, because he's such a polarizing figure already. Right. And, like, look, his mom passed away in a very traumatic way. It's yeah. not like he's had the easiest life. Like, he had that huge car accident, the jaw surgery. It's, like, his mania showed up later in life, unfortunately, mm-hmm. in a very public way. But I think, fortunately, he has the money and the platform to do something really powerful with it. Right. Now, people might think this, like, crazy Christian, like, church thing he's going on is just another manic state. And, like, sure, it very well could be. It could also be, like, a phase of his music, the way that musicians have phases. It could also be the fact that he's always talked about religion and, like, Mm -hmm. religion and mania are so intertwined. I mean, when people are in... Why do you think that is? Because, I mean, I have a couple theories. Nothing's concrete. The feeling you get in mania is very... uh, high brow I guess like you could say like Mm. you're sort of limitless and you feel like a god yeah another thing is is when you are not sleeping and you're getting your brain is like you're reverting into trauma like usually whatever you've is usually like an uncovered trauma or like what you've gone through recently Mm -hmm. will come out And so let's say in his deepest inner being and working, he really does have this like spiritual relationship with religion. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to come out in his mania. 
uh, mania feels powerless. It feels limitless. Limitless. It feels like a god. It feels like you can do anything. You feel like you're in an alternate universe. You feel like you are sent here on a mission. Like mania takes so many forms that can only feel sort of otherworldly. Right. And I think like the brain attaches itself to religion because that's kind of like it's either that or aliens and superheroes like those are kind of our options of otherworldliness right and so it doesn't surprise me i think like a lot of people will have mania and go into these religious spiritual things and then they come back but for him it's working as a business thing right as well do you think him and kim will will stand the test of time I think if they've gone this far, yeah. Because she, I mean, I feel like his, the worst of his mania is not necessarily, like, behind him forever. Yeah. But, like, she has seen she stood a through pretty, that yeah. of him supporting Trump. And, like, you know, people freak the fuck out. But boy, oh, boy, did it bring up conversations that we needed to have about people who are black believing in different beliefs or, or men, strong men, male figures in our life. Like it maybe wasn't the way everyone wanted him to be talking about politics, but I think it was good. Sure. You know, Kim's a lawyer now. You know, everyone, I feel like a lot of people hate. I don't, I think it's great. I think she's turning her fucking sex tape, fucking absolutely heiress image into something good. Well, it's such a, uh, I feel like it's so hypocritical of people to hate on it because people said like, oh, you're famous for nothing. And then she tries to. Are we tired of that? It's so pointless. No one who listens to this thinks that. And if you do, go away. You need to meditate on. Yeah. Listen to the rest of this episode, but then go check yourself. Check yourself. But please 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 rate and review before. Subscribe. Do Do you get a lot of listeners for this? What's this? What's the? You said it's this podcast, and then the other one you do, right? Well, it's all under the same umbrella. Um, yeah, it's all yeah. the same podcast. But um, uh, yeah, I I, I do okay. I'm, yeah. I got a I got a great base in Norway. Oh, hey! Shout out to Norway. Never I, been to you. I mean, I I'm hoping to to go. Like maybe someday I'll do a, a live show there. <gasps> I'm doing my first live show in London. Ooh, because that's UK very sexy. is a hot city for me, or it's a hot country for me. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. They got their shit together over there, don't they? I mean, they're they're pretty tough with the uh, tabloids over there. We think it's bad here. It's way worse over there. And boy, hasn't it changed? We really got to see celebrity go from what a coveted position to like nightmare fuel. I mean, can you imagine what it was no. like for <laughs> Miss Meghan Markle? I'm so happy she got out. She's in Canada. She's back. She's she, in the. She's over here. She escapes like in the cover under the cover of night. And fuck yeah for Henry. Or Henry, lo- what's his name? Harry. Whatever. Fuck yeah for Harry being like I'm a ride or die with this bitch. I love honestly. I completely How forgive hot. him for that Nazi Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember. Don't even care. <laughs> as a Jew, I believe I speak for all Jews. As a woman who has slept with many Jewish men, we, we, we forget. forgive you. Yeah, and what a shakeup for putting a woman's knee. Like she was like, uh, yeah. "Oh, I'm the first black royalty. Cool. Watch me fucking put my mental well-being and my family first, and fucking snatch your fucking boy and 
he will support me and become a hero for the next generation. Who cares about the fucking queen and her old fucking, Who, they're fucking, fuck them. Fuck them. Who cares about the queen? It, it really is just like such a, a fake institution. Yeah. It just means nothing. There's no reason why. Yeah. He's not even really legitimately in line for the throne. So why the fuck do they care that he wants to go independent with money and stuff? I think they it, it's shaking up just the routine of it. And if they do this, then what will some other but grandkid like, do in the future? Don't some of the grandkids suck? Like, don't some of them like go cray cray and like, well, bring bad name. As far as the line of the throne goes, like they're all pretty even. Who's like, next? Uh, so William. after. After Charles, their dad, William, then all of William's kids, then Harry, Harry. then his son. Wait, so why is it always going to follow? So William only has what? Two boys? One boy? Two boys and one girl. So William has to be president. President Max. (laughs) Then his first son. Uh, Yeah, but they changed the law where now, um, like, it used to be if... A girl was the firstborn. She would not be in line. But when he was, when he was pregnant, we're, we're pregnant. <laughs> we're. Yeah. Um, when Kate was pregnant, they were kind of worried that she'd have a girl. So they changed the rule to, if you have a girl, she can be in line for the throne. To be queen? Mm-hmm. Because who else would, so it goes, so it goes, I'm still confused. So is Henry's whole side of the lineage just fucked? Like they'll never be on the throne unless all of Charles's boys die? They would basically all of William would have to die in a plane crash with all of his children. And then Harry. And then Harry would be next. Wow. First of all, let me just say what a mind fuck that must have been growing up. Being oh like, God. you're valuable, but not as valuable. Mm, not that like, you gotta baby. stay safe, but we really don't fucking care. But now he's probably like, hallelujah. Yeah. Well, and I don't think he was ever that into it. Like, William really wanted it. He was groomed for it. He was groomed he, for Harry it. Harry was that fiery redhead rebel. And I think Nazi Harry, loving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think Harry still has a lot of anger towards the throne towards the because media of his mom. because of his mom and because that was like that was like planned right uh i have not heard that conspiracy Wait, theory you haven't no it was just they were oh i guess i have yeah there was like there's like it's like epstein ishy shit where yeah. people are like pretty, pretty sure that it was like the government that did the crash right a lot of i guess yeah i have heard that um but of course it has not been confirmed <laughs> fine but But that's why harry henry's all like well and i think that's why he was like yeah girl let's pack our bags and And hang out with trudeau superstar yeah she's like i have a career honey bunny do you think she'll start acting again yeah i hope i I hope so too i hope she gets like the role of like like i hope she gets to play like michelle obama in her like lifetime movie well i saw someone tweet um like just a gif of someone like getting up at an, in an award show to very chicly accept an Oscar yeah. or something. And they were like, 
Meghan Markle in eight years when she like Fuck is yeah. on the crown playing herself. Oh my. Wow. I'm very interested in that uh, career turn. Because wasn't she in a show that was like a detective show or something? She was in Suits, which I think it was lawyers, mm. not detectives, but I'm sure detectives were in the mix somewhere. What a fairy tale her life is. Really? And now she's, it's such a like, hot shit fairy tale where she's like yeah. i became a princess and then i was like fuck you fuck system you. well good i mean fuck if it wasn't her it was gonna be the next one like you know what i mean well did you see the um the video of her where yeah. someone's interviewing her and she looks like this she's saddest. trapped i mean that and she's like it's harder than, than it looks gonna be. <laughs> like much much harder please yeah she removed herself from it she empowered herself and like you know maybe she probably some, tried to she yeah. probably like hi kate you fucking <laughs> bit like i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna pretend to fucking be a part of this shit well and what i love is too is they always said like oh megan and kate like they don't get along i always thought that they was like along. i always well the tabloid said that they didn't and i always thought that was like pitting two women against each other yeah but then they announced this that they're leaving the day before Kate's birthday. <gasps> and that's petty. That's petty. That, that is Tom Petty. That is Tom Petty LaBelle. Okay. Wait, I did not realize it was before birthday. Also have William and Kate said anything publicly? They have not. There was just like a joint statement. Being like, we're figuring this out internally, right? <laughs> yeah, they were like, um, well, it's we're in the early stages. Two crumpets, <laughs> Two- horns. Early, yes. early stages meanwhile they're on a plane to canada oh yeah and she went she went for because she has the baby megan they left the baby in canada when they, they went back to the uk to be like packed to back oh and left as, archie like, as with a nanny. clout or as collateral yeah i think they were probably afraid to bring, bring him baby. <gasps> so they left him in canada is it that Narnar? I think it might be. And aren't they calling it like Mexit now? Yeah. Mexit? That's yeah. so... Mexit, baby. Wow. What What do you think screenwriters are snorting to keep up and write I mean, right now? The Adderall has worn off and they're going straight to the crystal meth. They're, they've gone to crack. Yeah. They've gone, they're like, this isn't... Nah. I've been up for 24. I Imagine being some like old... Old, like, ruffly, scrumpety <laughs> reporter who's been, like, following the royal family for, like, 30 years. And then this happens? Oh! Well, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot oh, honey, uh, for all the journalese. Oh, my God. Well, and did you hear um, Madame Tussauds removed their wax figures? What? Also, a Tom Petty move. Wait. That is Lori Petty, okay? <laughs> is Madame Tussauds a British co? Well, the, they didn't... It, it, they just took it out of the UK one. Um, Why? I, they were like... Imagine the queen hearing this news and she's like, one moment, please. please. And then she goes over to her secret red phone that like no one knows about and she's like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Get me to Madame Tussauds. Yes. Remove the figure of... Immediately! And this is a sign? Them. This is a 
this is a message. This will be a message. And then she goes back and she's like, oh, sorry about that. There's my hair, all right? And then these two wax figures show up and she has them in her bedroom and she's just like staring at them. And she's like, yes, what shall I do with you? And she like lights a match and it's like, oh, yes, you like a little bit of these? And like strings the match across Megan's shoulders and it's like slowly melting them. Wow. I mean... Yeah, I'm sure it's going something like yeah, that. She no. definitely has a, a direct line. To Madame Tussauds. To Madame Tussauds. What a dumb fucking thing. And that's so funny. It it really is. You know, we have been dealing with a lot of shitty stories, news mm. stories for the past four years. <sighs> Fuck. And this one really brings such a lightness to my soul. And it also just kind of like tosses the ball over to the UK for a minute to be messy. Yes. Like, just like, you know, go look over there for a second. Look at that. You see that? Look, look over here. We're, this? we're on the brink of war. Can you guys, like, yeah, you carry the slack for yeah. just a moment? And Megan's like, don't worry. I'm a black woman. I'm used to carrying the fucking shoulders and the weight yeah. of all the work on my back. I got this. <sighs> I hope she is so relieved. Oh, I'm sure she is. Yeah. I just... Wow, it just really makes me like really horny for Harry it that he like fucking supported fucking her went for it. and like you could tell in that statement that that was all him. Too. Oh yeah, like it sounded like it came straight from him, straight from that little Red, freckly mouth, freckly buck tooth, <laughs> yellow teeth, weird no eyelashed motherfucking mouth. And now he's gonna be in America. They'll get him on oh. some Propecia. He oh won't God, lose his he's, hair he's like William. He's gonna be wearing fucking ASOS. Ooh, yes. Right? Honey. Oh wait, ASOS might be a UK company. What's an American brand? Um, Forever Twenty One. I don't know. Nasty uh, J. Crew. Nasty. <laughs> Imagine Prince Harry in Dolls Kill. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's Listen. North America. We can like really get wild. Listen, their Go shipping to is quick. They have quick shipping. Oh, honey, two days. That's what I'm saying. He can. So he's probably already in it. Yeah. No, he's in a neon jumpsuit, preparing for Coachella. Isn't Coachella happening soon? Probably. I've never been. I've lived here ten years. Never been. Never been. Never plan on going unless I have some VIP. sort of VIP. I want to be flown in on a helicopter. Yes. Dropped off exactly in my seat. Yes. With an air conditioning unit attached to my back. Yes. Built in porta potty seat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But not even a porta potty. I want like a standard toilet. Yeah, I don't want just like no. a hole underneath. No, no, no. I want to feel porcelain. <laughs> And then I want a camelback filled mm. with ice cold water. Yes. And peanut M&Ms at my disposal. Oh. Yeah, I really dig peanut M&Ms as a snack. That was a curveball. You know, I got to cut sugar out. <laughs> I got to. I just don't know how. I'm trying. It's uh, it's really tough for me. I'm not going to lie. It's been rough. You know, let, let, let yourself enjoy something. You can have a peanut M&M. <laughs> You're right. I'm so hard on myself. But, like, I didn't tell you this because I was going to cancel today because I had the most horrific diarrhea of my life last night. Oh, no. Like, I've had my appendix out before, but if I oh, hadn't, really? I would have thought my appendix was exploding. <laughs> my back hurt. My I was sweating chills. I made my boyfriend slash love of my life sit in the bathroom with me. I was crying. <laughs> I was crying. It was so bad. And I was holding him while shit shot out of my ass. What a great guy. And I woke up this morning like, 
I'm canceling everything. <laughs> you must have been so dehydrated. So thirsty. <laughs> so just crusty, <laughs> sensitive, tender is the word. Wow. Uh, yeah, but I'm okay now. Okay. I good. really turned around around like breakfast time. I put the first solid food in my mouth and uh, it really turned around. Yeah. Do you think it was like a 24 hour bug? I think it was either that or here's comes back full circle. I really don't eat that shitty. Uh, and I kind of indulged a little bit on Domino's. Oh, that'll do it. And I had some meaty pizzas. Okay. Yeah. But there it this is. was violent. Different. Like I, this hit different as the kids say, like it literally hit the back of my bathroom differently. <laughs> like it was, it was warfare. It was terrorism. And Nuclear I was like, warfare. yeah, I was like, is this just from food? Like, is this really just from four slices this of pizza? The devil. Yeah. I was like, or is this an exorcism? Um, yeah, it was crazy. Well, I'm so glad you didn't cancel. I'm so glad you got your electrolytes back up. I, the viewers, the listeners cannot see this, but I fully laid. I'm laying down fully. I went from sitting upright to I am horizontal on the couch now. She did start talking about explosive <laughs> diarrhea and she's like, well, I got to lay out for this one. I just put my feet up. I, I just got real comfy. This is a very comfy podcast to be on. Oh, it doesn't oof. feel rushed. It doesn't feel like uh an attack sometimes when people interview oh, it can yeah. feel like they're like just trying to get questions out but this is nice this is a oh, fun pod thank you yeah. well i mean on that note <laughs> <laughs> rate this five, five stars. stars you guys it five. only takes a second it really does I, especially if you're on your phone yes guys it takes a second and it helps yeah. it oh you, they don't know how much it they helps. don't know how much it helps. every other podcaster knows how much it helps and i think pe- i don't like asking for things i don't like being like me me, me, me comment me. below but i do say when you rate it it goes up in the it goes up in the in the in the, the bumps in the bumps and so just guys write this it's it's simple you don't have to write a flowery review though some no. of you do and i love it just tap a thumb just tap a quick tip tap you don't even need a thumb you can use a, a toe a, yeah i don't a friends i don't want to be ableist appendage you know? yeah no you're very you, safe whatever you got just little tip tap yeah what feels good to you you know yeah but please five stars don't if it's four don't if it's four just like Fuck off. Fuck off. You don't know how hard I work Fuck on this. Ah. I deserve five stars or nothing. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Your mom says that. My yeah. mom says that. Yeah. Five stars or nothing. Five stars or nothing. Yeah. I, I'm a lady with standards. Yeah, we're princesses. Okay. 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 We're willow tree princesses. <sighs> Daradara hour. The Daradara hour. Uh, I mean, I hate to, I hate it eight. to be over, but <laughs> you know? You know? This is a life. This is the life. Uh, Kelsey. I fully have my eyes closed now. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably just going to like pack up my yeah, stuff and be like, quietly. Okay, thanks for doing this. <laughs> no, it's Friday. We have fun. We have fun on yeah, Friday. We have fun. The sun goes down at like four. Ooh. ooh. We're d- the day is over. It is three o'clock. It's ready to get. The day is over. It's over. Yeah, right, Let's right. fall asleep. Yeah. Um, Kelsey, where, where can we find you? In, no. in the internet, in the world, what's just, your address? I was, yeah, I know. We almost gave away the location of my where I lived, and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> um, I would love it if your listeners enjoy 
this conversation about mental health. Just, just you, you take those thumbs we talked about, leaving five stars reviews, and just mm-hmm, hit that mm-hmm, search mm-hmm, bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go right on over to my podcast, Confidently Insecure. And uh, maybe uh, have a listen. If you like Dara, you'll like Dara. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And uh, thank you again for having me. You're so kind. Oh, thank you for doing this. This is, this is like ladies helping ladies. and Women I, I first. Love that. Women first. Do you ever go to the wing? No, I've always wanted to. Come. I'd love to come. We'll go lavender latte. Oh, they have a lavender latte. Oat milk lavender latte. I love a floral lavender rose syrupy syrupy amen i I gotta figure out how to get sugar free though because remember that thing about sugar i told you i need to stop (laughs) after this i'm going to eat 17 ghirardelli caramel dark chocolate sea salt squares in my freezer you deserve that shut up stop (laughs) enabling me sorry sorry okay um okay guys you know uh find kelsey on on our podcast, yeah. on our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Our new show. No, not our new show. <laughs> it's an old show. Second season, Dating No Filter. Oh, yes. On E! Starts February 2nd. Kelsey is on, on e. TV. I am in the box in your living room. Okay. On... And she's trapped. You need to help her. Please. And the only way I can get out is if you watch the show, Dating No Filter, on E! February 2nd. That's the only thing I have to promote. Thank you <laughs> so much. She is. Okay, guys. Gotta be quiet. She's asleep. Uh, uh, subscribe. Find me on Instagram. No, it wasn't. <laughs> My mom. See, you, see you next week. Bye. <laughs> There's a truck driving by. <laughs>